0: Good day, listeners. We present to you our podcast, Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches. We discuss a variety of topics that are important to the church. Examples include sexual abuse, all types of addictions, religious abuse, and recovery. This platform provides counseling sessions, meaningful question and answer, and a counseling continuum. Our co-hosts include Ms. Lolita, personnel director. This is Tanil, our technical director. We have an impressive array of program contributors, and I'm your host. My name is Prince, founder of Antioch Youth Center, 5013C program, licensed counselor, now retired. So join in this exciting podcast, Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches, and be a part of the healing process. So I come back, I regress about our guest tonight Got along like two peas in a pot, so to speak. He's here again from last week. Brother Jonathan Burton, glad to have him here. He's a minister also, too. He's a PK son, business owner, exclusive cabinets there in California. And of course, you might know his sister's uh, excellent harmony. In fact, we do outside meetings each week, four of them in the city of Macon, and we play those uh, cassette tapes and they do a full 90 minute and it's just wonderful. I mean the quality of it of the tape and also the harmony' just you can't beat it. They were they were a definite blessing. I think we all know that. So we're glad to have him here uh, tonight. He's a father, a husband. He's going to share with us tonight about some of his activities. Also, he does seminars in family issues. going to hear about that also too. and of course the exciting Burton outreach in October. want to hear about that. So we have a lot to cover tonight. And again, we're glad you're here. Thank you. Want to go into the question. First of all, Brother John, hello. Glad you're here tonight. Let's give him a hand that we're thinking that he's here.
1: Hello. How are you guys? Thank
0: you. Good to have him here.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much.
0: All right. Again, if you want to call in, friends, hurry up. The time goes by so quick. You can dial that number and feel free to call in on our, or our YouTube. You can also connect us with it, Brother John, I'm going to hit a couple of questions from last week, going to some new things, but just to hit the high points from last week. When separation occurs in a church, how does it affect the children? When separation occurs in the church, how does it affect the children?
1: Uh, it's very traumatizing, to be honest with you. Um, uh, if you hear people who are, you know, in their 40s and 50s, uh, it, it lets you know how it really affected them. Because at 50 years old, they're still talking about things that happened when they were 8, 9, and 10 years old. So that gives you a, a pretty wide range of how impactful uh, it really uh, was and is on their lives.
0: Um, I was in a church split when I was about, well, it happened right before I was born, so I got the backlash of it from 12 years old, and it was devastating. They called the police out, et cetera, et cetera, so I can definitely, uh, with what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, another question, what are the emotional effects? You mentioned one person that were actually seeing counseling because of a church issue. Tell us a little bit more about that, if you would, please.
1: Oh yeah, I mean they were actually diagnosed with um, um, PTSD. Uh, they're on medication. Uh, they're they're seeing they're seeing a, a a psychiatrist and a psych- psychologist on a regular basis, um, simply because they're just trying to figure out how to cope with that trauma. Uh, what did I do wrong? Uh, where you know what what happened? What's wrong with me? Uh, what did I do? I mean. You know, all the things that I learned and I was taught didn't exemplify what's happening to me. You know, we were taught to love and we were taught all these wonderful things in church. And these were our family and friends. And then to see this this really dogmatic, like almost hatred is like, what did I do? And that's I think that's one of the the biggest trauma, traumatic experiences that they feel because there's just this. How can how can you tell me to love someone and then you treat me so bad because we don't agree on something? And I think that's where the trauma comes in in, in a lot of cases. All right.
0: After we got off the air, you said something that was quite poignant about divorce and remarriage in your own home. Tell us about that. I've been on edge for the past seven days. So Uh, I want to hear about what happened in the home and how y'all got back together and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, it was uh, uh, back in the day. I mean, I I got married very young and um, we ended up literally getting a divorce. I mean, a full on divorce where our divorce papers and our, our remarriage basically papers kind of passed in the mail. And it was a, it was a, it was a seven, seven year tenure. But here's what I found out about that, that, that in divorce situations, yes, primarily the, the thing that I realized in it was that it all falls on the shoulders of the man. Okay. Not, not for everybody. I'm just going to point to me first. Uh, You've heard the sound. You heard that the the, the same. If you water your own grass, the grass on the other side doesn't look as green as how you, if you water your own grass. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a true statement. Uh, and I was one of those people who neglected certain things in my marriage. Mm-hmm. And one of the things was I neglected my post, my post that God put for me, which is to stand your post that you do not allow stuff coming into your house. Sure. And we can let it in by radio, TV. There's all kinds of ways that it can come in your own attitude, friends, people that you associate with. Make a long story short. We got a uh, divorce. But when I got divorced, the Lord, he challenged me. You know, I thought I was going to just be able to get divorced and just move on. I'm gonna find me someone else and everything's just going to be all hunky dory. He says, you, you don't you don't you don't pass. You don't pass to the third grade until you pass the second grade test. Let's just wow. let's let's just let's just be real. And so I said, why? Because you you are the common denominator of the entire problem. So whatever, wherever you go, you're going to end up having the same results. So for me, I said, okay, Lord, show me me. Show me me. And that's what he did.
0: Well, statistics indicate that second marriages, divorce double the rate first marriages. So it doesn't help to get married again. Uh, what effect did it have on the children? Were they affected when mom and dad uh, broke up?
1: Absolutely, and it was funny. I, this is this is the the crazy part because me and my wife never spoke at all for five years. Not even oh. not even hello, nothing. And when we exchange when we changed our kids out and everything, it was like you put them in the car and you drive away. It was never it was never any type of uh, exchange of anything. And uh, but what I did was. I went and got my kids. I, that's one thing I did. I moved all my boys in with me. Uh, the ones that were smaller, they, I got them on certain days, but I wanted to to be with my my kids. That's one thing I, I refused to allow another man to raise my kids.
0: Sure. And sure. as a
1: result of that, uh, we coming back, uh, moving very fast forward because I know we don't have so much time, but sure. I remember it was Christmas uh, and my son was born on a Christmas day. Wow. And we hadn't seen each other in, in like six years, six, seven years. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we decided that we were going to do something for his birthday. And at that time, when we came together as a family for the first time, my kids saw mom and dad together in the same place. Mm-hmm. And we decided to drive up to the mountains. And I remember looking in my rearview mirror and I seen my two oldest boys with their hands up like this, like, how is this happening? Where does this <laughs> come from? Wow. And it let me. It made me realize that um, I had a job to do, and what the first thing I had to do is I had to eat crow. I don't know if you know what a crow is. Crow is a crow is a nasty bird. It eats (laughs) all kinds of nasty stuff. (laughs) And so I had to. I had to go order up a couple bowls of crow soup. (laughs) (laughs) Crow soup. Crow soup with no salt. I tried to put everything on it to try to make it taste better, uh, and it was. It was uh, literally just take the responsibility. And that's what I did.
0: Wow. I, 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 I really commend you for that. My mm-hmm. gracious. Yes. And friends, we're talking about divorce, but also there's a linkage between divorce in the church that's and right. divorce in the home. They're very, very similar. I mentioned last week how I was doing some work with one of the doctors here in town and how similar the effects of divorce, no matter what the environment is, yeah. especially in the church, mm-hmm. the word divorce means to cut off, have disunion, and separate. And so what we're seeing in many of our young people, when these things happen, there's a level of anger there. Uh, I'm sure Brother the John, were the children angry at the situation when, when mom and dad broke up?
1: They were, they express it now that, uh, you know, um, that, that they were, they weren't really happy about it. And I could see things in their grades. I could see things in their in, in, in some of their demeanors. My one son, he just really went into a, a very dark place. He was listening to all kinds of crazy music and just, the stuff that was really affecting his, his, his mind. And, but I had to pray over them and I had to, I had to pray that God would protect them through our, our mess. You know, the things that we caused them, it wasn't their fault. And, um, and so he did. He, he, you know, he really did. And and uh, we're back together. As we, kind of, like I said, we passed our, our divorce papers and our, sure. our our stuff passed in the mail, and, and we, we we accepted the the fact that we still really loved each other. Amen. And, uh, it was worth. It was worth us. We had a family, and it was worth us putting it back together. Very Friends, good. at
0: this point, we are wounded hearts, wounded churches, live podcast, and I want you to remember. That if you've been disenfranchised, wounded, or hurt, you've not been forgotten about. We do face things in life in the church, but amen. We're here to support you. We're not a church, but we're just reaching out to you to see that you heal uh, and get forgiveness and get reconciled back. And uh, if you haven't been to church, go back to church. Come back to God even tonight, because tonight is your night to get. What you need—reconciliation, healing, and forgiveness—within the church. Do we have any questions for our listeners? We sure do. Mister Three One Three asks, Jonathan, did you and your wife kind of pick up where you all left off?
1: Um, when you say pick up where we left off, it was there were um, there were some things that we had to re—we um, figure out how we were going to do this. Uh, sure. And I'll, I'll have sure. to say, you know, um, things were not on my part. If you look at me today as a, you know, a man of God and you know, ministry and all that, sometimes it gets clouded by some of the things that you caused. Here's what sure. we were. Here's what we were talking sure. about. We're talking about wounded heart, wounded, wounded churches. the The thing is, is I have a, re- I had a responsibility in the damage that I did, and that's the same thing that happens with the church.
0: That's true. It's you, true. Do, you do it's certain
1: true. things, you have true. to go back and fix that. You have it's to true. be the one that it's is true. willing to apply the ice because you're the one that caused the damage. And a lot of times we want to turn a blind eye, but I think that that's the, one of the things that I had to do. And that's why um, things were a little bit different because I had to take responsibility.
0: John, As you talk, uh, I know a lot of young people that are going through these things right now. It's kind of emotional for me because I talk to them, deal with them. And again, there's a level of anxiety there. There's a trauma there. And many go into other sexual behaviors because of it. And of course, they give up worship. And some church of God, nothing to do with it. Mm -hmm. Listening even tonight about that. So I, I commend you. It's going to take God, the Holy Ghost, to guide us through these things. But I do want to continue. All right. Tell us about the Burton outreach. What is that all about? I, I'm hearing about it. Give me the 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 inner workings of what that is
1: all about. You know, it's a it's a it's a it's a it's an extension. It's a it's a branch of what we've been talking about: wounded hearts. Uh, we say wounded churches, but it's this wounded hearts, wounded souls, people who are, uh, and I believe that have just been. Just, just hurt all the way around, and yeah, we're using yeah, yeah, Mom yeah, Burton yeah. and the Burton family and the Burton singers who who brought so many people together on so many levels, and we thought this would be a great tribute to Mom Burton, who just had the heart for people, and so we're basically doing a reenactment, uh, something that we were we were just doing a uh, we're talking to my brothers and sisters where it all started on on uh, twenty five thirty five Lexington Avenue, Springfield, Ohio, in a little yellow house, and I remember those those times where we go down in the basement to bite the young people over and we'd have a, a blast. And then we moved that over to 266 South Douglas in Springfield and in a much bigger house. We had much, a lot bigger groups of people. So we realized those times were, were healing because we got to sing we got the love on people we got to share. And we could put all those other issues aside, church split ups, what we believe, what we didn't believe, all these different things we're able to put aside why, because we were unified in music. The music is what unified us. Sure. And as you know, uh, brother Prince, as you just mentioned about the harmonies of the Burton's were, and I'm not beating my own horn here, but the the harmonies of the Burton family was so unique that it really blessed you to hear Mm -hmm. how unified their tones could really be. That's true. Mm -hmm. And so now we take that and say, not only our voices can be unified, But also we could be unified in spirit. And that's what the whole the whole idea of the um, Burton gathering is. The Burton family gathering get together is what that's called.
0: Now, do we have a link, a link to that? uh, Yes, we do. Yes, we do. If they um, look in the description box, whether they're on the YouTube um, page or our Facebook page, we have um, the link to that particular event in the description box. Now, friends, again, our time is almost gone. You may want to type in the YouTube Church of God in Detroit, uh, Church of God in Macon, Georgia, the live banner or call in. The number is 1-866-538-3664. John, what are those dates? What are those dates that's going to start?
1: Uh, 21st through the 23rd. And um, uh, it's a Friday night. We're going to come in on Friday night. We're going to do a get together. We're going to have, you know, chips and salsa and dip and we're going to just uh, meet and greet. It's going to be a Amen. lot of fun just just to get reacquainted those the people that are coming. It's it, people can all come. You can we're we're welcoming anybody that wants to come. They can come and have a good time. Um, primarily, uh, just that there's people that now have grandchildren. We've never met yes. them. And just yes. kind of bring yes. that together, and we're going to have fun. Yes. And then on Saturday uh, morning, we're going to have a men's uh, town hall uh, and break and breakfast, so we can talk men's talk, all all mm-hmm. men's talk. And then later in that evening on Saturday at six o'clock. We're going to bring out the big guns. We're going to bring out, we're going to have all the songs from a lot of songs from my mom and dad's album are going to be, Mm. we're going to be my brothers. some of my brothers sing and sound just like my dad. And they're going to be singing a lot of his songs. And my sisters are going to be singing uh, some of the parts that my sister Mel and Jill would uh, would sing. And then we have some other uh, uh, talented young people who are going to be bringing their talents the young people that are the new generation of singers and songwriters. And um, Dale Rood and uh, some other uh, of our brothers that that play the piano very much like my mother uh, mm-hmm. they're gonna be bringing those uh those talents and those gifts and we're just gonna have a ball and and it's a potluck so if you if you if you're bragging about your uh you know your 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 baked bean, your baked beans or spaghetti or your <laughs> yeah. you, you, you better bring it. It's like, I'm one shy. Of, <laughs> like one of those it's like one of those put up or shut up moments right there yeah. so.
0: Uh, to our director any questions or comments at this point
1: not at the moment no, sir.
0: but john you do family workshops tell me about those how does that work what do you discuss what's been the outcome of it
1: it's been very powerful right now our family is on a uh, on a series devotional called rooting out relationship killers and um
0: wait a minute it's called rooting out, out relationship, relationship killers. killers wow 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 yeah. wow the rooting so tell app, me about it, that,
1: man. Yeah, the rooting is not my, it, I, I didn't, I didn't uh, write it. It's written by uh, someone on version. It's on the YouVersion app. And basically what we do is we send it out and we go line by line, but we use the, the devotional as a, a guideline to help us kind of stay on the tracks. And it gives us right. an opportunity to create dialogue and deal with issues using that forum. And it's been uh, very helpful to our family and it's been a blessing. We have, we have seen tremendous uh, turnaround and forgiveness and love and, and sharing as a result of that small. I wish I knew the author. I wish I knew who to contact, because I'll tell you, they, they have done amazing things. And I've done that with men's ministries. Uh, we do a men's ministry every, every morning at 530. And we use a lot of those same uh, devotionals to, um, to help a lot of the men and women and families uh, around California.
0: So communication and dialogue can enhance unity. Are you saying hundred percent
1: what you, you gotta, thought, you, what yeah. you thought you said, what you thought you heard, what you might've heard, what you meant to say, what you thought you meant to say, all of that, all of that is huge when it comes to say, let me understand what you meant. And then you have an understanding and you move forward. And what happens is a lot of times we just don't know what someone meant, especially when you text. That's the worst and type of, of communication. <laughs> <That's laughs> you, you know, so when right. I was in college,
0: Brother John, I had a lot of <laughs> psychology classes. Mm-hmm. But the most important class I had was about listening. The class was how to listen.
1: Amazing.
0: And in communication, we've got to be able to discuss these things to work out these different activities. So, again, what, it, what what is the main topic that you all discuss and who leads the topics? How do you all get across the different ideas? Is the same person uh lead the, the no. topics or do you
1: not at all I, uh what i what we did this time around is each one of us uh i gave a topic to each one of my brothers and sisters one was on a healthy me one is on resolve one is keep talking how to how to talk how to listen and what we did is we allowed them to use their experience to bring it to the group mm. and, and and it was so much more effective because whatever they were working through at the time came out very, came out very passionate and it, it was very effective.
0: Because they went through it and they're able to articulate it in a very right. special way.
1: Right. In the now, in the, in now. the
0: now. Wow. <laughs> That's good to know. Friends, <laughs> our time is gone again. And this is podcast as Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches. Before I conclude, Brother John, we're going to have you on again in, in about two weeks. But what can we do better? Any feedback for Wounded Heart staff?
1: Um, I just think that the, 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 your platform and as many people that need to hear it and, and see the, the, there are some people that are saying, I see you, I hear you now. And a lot of times people didn't, people didn't know, does anybody even hearing me? And I think this particular platform, uh, brother moon that you have put together, that God's put on your heart is, 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 is I know you're clinical as well. And you, you deal with it on that level. But this forum uh, will allow people to really uh, begin to express that. And once they do, you'll see change in, in lots of lives. And I believe you're already doing that.
0: Well, we do thank you tonight. Also, our staff, Ms. Tanils, to Lolita for helping out and also our contributors. Wonderful to have them on. This is Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches. This live podcast is by Church of God for Church of God. We're reaching out to you. You've been wounded, you're disenfranchised. We are here to support you, to dialogue, discussion, counseling continuum, to be able to submit, sustain those three things, healing, reconciliation, and forgiveness in God's church. If you haven't been to church, it's time to go back. Come back to the Lord even tonight. Come back to Him tonight. Tonight's your night. Thank you again, Brother John and our staff. We'll see you next week, and the Lord bless
1: you. Amen.